It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes. Let's talk it all out. My name is Chris. And my name is Mike. And this week, we're taking a look at that first Echo trailer, if you will, and some information. Can you say that again? Echo. 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 Oh, God. Echo. (laughs) We could could do this all day. Yeah. That's another Marvel. Marvel. But yeah, we'll talk about that um, pretty pretty early on. Do you you know, Mike, uh, Disney is buying the rest of Hulu? And we'll talk about kind of what that means later in the show. Netflix is going to start rewarding you for binge-watching content on their stuff. If you don't pay for the ad-free version, Mike, like Mike, Mike is an ad-free man. You ask him. Oh yeah, Mike, do you like to watch ads? No, no, minus those ads. I wish, I wish we had an ad read like right here. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so subscribe, but don't forget to smash that like button. The superhero site. Uh, but yes, and more, and more this week. Yeah, if you, if you can't tell already, just by the first couple sentence of the intro, Chris and I are dragging today. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. had a late night long days before the recording uh but also like i feel like uh i don't know i feel like i'm starting and i'm getting stretched now we're at the end of the year you know uh halloween feels like it happened four weeks ago and it happened like days ago oh yeah uh we're in the uh unofficial holiday season and i will stress unofficial uh-huh. uh because it you know it, no one can wait until after thanksgiving anymore no. Uh, I know super fan Jim, who listens to the show, has been sharing he's many, a, many. He's a psycho. He is a psycho to, <laughs> to be be down with Thanksgiving this early or Christmas this early. But whatever. Yeah. To each their own. I'm not here to harsh harsh your mellow man. Have have a good time with Christmas. Yeah, but I, I had a question for you, Chris. Mm-hmm. We have been in the unofficial holiday season for five days. Have you indulged in anything? remotely holiday related or adjacent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you, and you know that I have, um, <laughs> there, there are two things. Uh, well actually it'll, it'll go to my topic here. This is actually after you. So it'll actually tie in. So, um, no, the first thing about holidays, any holiday, Mike, is I go and look for the, what flavors are candies dropping and out mm-hmm. there. So I got some toasted vanilla M&Ms, Mike. So, um, I, I don't know if I sent you a photo of them or not, but they're just, they're literally just white, white chocolate with very, like a, like a marshmallowy vanilla flavor to them. M&Ms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'd be good with like, if you put them in with like, um, uh, pretzels and what's that, what's that puppy chow mix? Is that what they call that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think that would really kind of season that up a little bit. I think that would be really by themselves are fine, but like, I'm not going to be pounding these things down like like literally popping like regular M&M's I just couldn't do it like they're too sweet but like I think if you melt them down or mix them crush them up with that stuff I think you're going to have a really good time uh, I was looking for candy cane Hershey kisses but I decided not to look too hard because those are those are my weakness Mike I don't know if you I don't know how you feel about them but I like candy cane Hershey kisses the other thing I got was uh, gingerbread toast crunch uh, the cereal, which I had this morning, which um, it's got a very good gingerbread thing. It reminds me of, uh, do you ever have that cereal Golden Crisp? The little, the, yeah. it's kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but without the powder. It's like mm-hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch with Golden Crisp, like like flavoring on it, which was really nice. Um, so 
Uh, last year, every, I, I had everything. Sh- it's everything a boy, a growing boy oh, needs. Yeah, yeah. We were also watching. Um, have you heard, uh, Tate's Baker Bakery? Uh, Tate's Bakery yeah. cookies. Mm-hmm. So they have the ginger. Their ginger snaps are out, which are one of their holiday flavors. So we were watching uh, uh, Taskmaster the other night, like we like we want to mm-hmm. do these days, uh, and uh, eating some ginger uh, ginger bread cookies or water ginger snap cookies uh which was delicious but the whole reason i went to the store uh was i was looking for mountain dew's game fuel they've re-released game fuel the third time mike in this history that it's been re-released the first time uh was a huge turning point for many many men's lives was halo 3 <laughs> uh for xbox 360 and you may not uh remember uh that but the game fuel they had the halo Mountain Dew cans with the game fuel all over. Mike, mm-hmm. I don't really remember that. Now, oh, I remember. Yeah, and and Microsoft has gone all in with with uh, all sorts of like Doritos and Rockstar and and Mountain Dew. But Game Fuel is back in two flavors. They have Citrus Cherry, which is the original 2008 flavor, uh, which is exactly this is Mountain Dew and sweet tarts. Like that is almost too sugary to be true. But boy, does that just like that nostalgia taste just wash over me whenever I'm drinking mm-hmm. that. I'm like, oh, I remember not taking showers for days and drinking this no, stuff no. playing Halo. 3 right in, in the summer because that's all we could do uh and then um the other one's mystic punch which is a purple flavor and it's fine i don't care for it as much uh i know another friend of mine adam he he liked it better than citrus cherry so he's going to give me his citrus cherry uh 12 pack he bought because he just didn't care for it but i'm like yeah I, I understand the flavors but like if you were a fan of game fuel from the from the late 2000s and the, like i think 2012 2013 it is back. It is in stores. Uh, I found it at Walmart myself. It's probably everywhere else. And uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but the um, Red Bull flavor, the winter flavor, is cinnamon pear, uh, which is oh. also really, really like got that wintry flavor. But if you don't like mm. that cinnamon stuff, uh, one 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 person I talked to said it kind of had like that potpourri flavor um, because of I mean, pear and cinnamon kind of fit that vibe mm-hmm. right um, yeah if you don't like that understand it's not flavor but but wonderful it's a great time to be a sugar fan is what i'm saying mike uh, <laughs> but i've not decorated my house at all i i had nothing up my um my my wife we usually use um either travel in in november which i actually traveled last week for in october um or i have, I have something else and she'll usually take that weekend to pull out our like 20 foot tree and put it up and kind of get it going but um yeah holidays you know it's fine celebrating but not for me i mean i'm in it for the candy Mike, um, and you're in it for the murder. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, what an interesting uh, transition. Yeah, one I, I couldn't do anything serve, else how to do it, yeah. <laughs> one thing I did not serve last night, Chris, at our murder mystery party that uh, my wife and I held at our house was Mountain Dew. Uh, uh, we had other libations, uh, but I just wanted to uh, just uh, recall the evening I had last night. It was very interesting. I've never done a murder mystery party before, so I don't know how they typically mm-hmm. go or if the game that we were using is unique in any way, but uh, we were operating from a box called Secrets of Emerald Hill, which I think you can buy in pretty much any major uh, retailer. And uh, there's scripts inside the box. There's eight different characters. Uh, the host of the party gets to uh, join the the evening just like everyone else because nobody knows the secrets until they're all handed out and they're all pre-sealed in envelopes in the box. Uh, but it was pretty fun. I was more worried about the gamified aspect of it because when it came, when it comes to these group kind of based social games, I'm always really, really bad at them. Any sort of like werewolf or mafia style game, 
I, I've never been very good because you get a card and it tells you what you do, but then it also gives you like a secret power, but you don't understand the mechanics or like the meta of the game yet. So like basically like people are asking me like, oh, did you go to the butcher last night? And I'm just like, I don't know how this power works. I think I'm allowed to tell you I did. And it's just like a nightmare and I hate it. But this was almost more of like just you're like cold reading a script around like uh-huh. a table for like a movie or a TV show or something like that. And it was just really fun. So everyone kind of came in character. This one is set in the 1980s. So some people like really delved really hardcore into the eighties aesthetic. Um, my character thankfully was uh, literally a bad Hollywood actor, which is great because I'm horrible at acting to begin no, with. I was going to so say, like, this, I, I'm like, you, did you write <laughs> your own character? Mike is what it sounds like. No, no, no. Uh, I was a, um, I was a, an actor who was pretending to be 21 years old, but I was actually 37. So I was like, oh, this is really fitting uh, for my just a physical body shape right now. <laughs> uh, but it was it was really, really fun. I didn't really have to worry about any sort of like gamified stuff. I was just reading a script. We were all having a blast. Um, but also I didn't realize, at least with this specific murder mystery, it's kind of a disposable game almost. I mean, we didn't necessarily destroy any of the pieces, but everything kind of comes out of like their nice little tidy bags. The secret envelopes are kind of sealed with a sticker, so that uh-huh. kind of rips. So my wife is going to try to put all the components back together and yep. maybe hand it off to somebody else that wants to play it. We, but I, I didn't really know that. I didn't know there it was kind of like a disposable experience. Those and um, those those escape rooms you get, like the the box escape rooms, are the same way. They they come uh, with okay. things that you got to seal up because. Um, you know, my, my wife's family, they've, they've done that. Um, her dad brought one in and uh, did not realize uh, how intense we would get about it in this game. <laughs> it's not that it was a bad intense, but like he, he, he only knows us in passing, right? He's never seen his work. Uh, and my brother-in-law and I had known each other, you know, coming up on 30 years. So, of course, we just went right to town on that stuff. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, murder mystery parties are great. They're, they're huge right now. My wife is attending one next weekend while I'm out of town. Uh, with one of her coworkers, uh, I'm I'm sad that I don't get to do these because uh, I feel like I just ham it up, Mike. I just love to ham up <laughs> one of these situations. Um, but but the last time I did what I was telling you before the show was um a, a, a joint bachelor bachelorette party where it was a murder mystery party instead, and I was like that's really fun. Um, really uh, cut down on the number of uh, explicit dancers, uh, if you will, uh, <laughs> but it, increase the the amount of like um, costuming for sure. Because I think it was like a 1920s thing. What, what era was this one set in again? Did I this, miss that? This was set uh, in 1987, but oh. also curveball in London. So oh. we're all we're all Americans. Just some people chose to attempt British accents. Uh-huh. Luckily, my character didn't need to because I'm awful at those. But setting it in the decade was funny because you could definitely tell the 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 writer of the game was doing some tongue in cheek stuff like hamming up the importance of magazine covers oh, yeah. and talking about these newfangled things called computers and stuff oh, and that, the internet. That's so really there fun. Was, there was some fun in there. Yeah. No, that sounds great. Uh, just going to say uh, bloody L and cheerio quite a bit, right? <laughs> That'll get you through it. But that, that's fun. That's, that's a good time. That's a good time. So uh, without further ado, Mike, uh, let's jump into the, the, the show because we've got some, some stuff to talk about today. And we, we, we don't normally talk about news before we get to the show, but this is some stuff today that we talked about earlier on. One of the um, things we didn't talk about actually was Ahsoka. I've got a, one of the friend listener to the show, Patrick, is uh, he has watched a, a – curated list of clone wars rebels uh 
Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and now is on Ahsoka. Finally, he he did the journey <laughs> to get there, uh, and I'm proud of him. And um, it's been fun to like go on that journey with him. And he's you know hearing him praise the Clone Wars. I'm like, yeah, that show is really good. And don't don't sleep on that, right? Um, because of how like the characters are built and stuff like that. So he's doing that. But um, hopefully this is you know this is still rumor. Nothing's announced by. Uh, Lucasfilm, uh, but uh, season two has been rumored to be greenlit and moving production to to London, Mike, in nineteen eighty seven. No, twenty twenty four, probably. Um, <laughs> so I, I I didn't I don't really find this as a surprise to be honest. I feel like they're going to do another season and then jump right into his movie, right, Dave Filoni's film. Yeah, I was going to say they they technically had an escape hatch if they really needed to use it. You know, there's a film coming up where there's other adjacent television shows that they could have kind of uh, slingshotted the characters into just in case it wouldn't have narratively been as good because you know how do you have these you know stranded characters you know moved without like you know some sort of like it's called the force mike you just just (laughs) hand wave it with the force no it's uh i think it's uh what is it l2 and square on the playstation uh that launches my spider-man mm-hmm. off the top oh, yeah. of a building that that's how you do well, it well you swipe on the pad and hold square to change characters uh is, is how you do it mike if you do it have you done the have you done the character swap in the game yet no i, I haven't well i mean like voluntarily yeah just no, okay. no, I have, but I've okay. been kind of just following the, the yeah, yeah, story. Gotcha. Okay, anyway, but anyway, yeah, we just swap the characters, Mike. We just we just we swipe on the D, on the touchpad, press D, and then next yeah. square. Next thing you know, we're swipe we're at, from we're a different Star Wars to character. Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but we we're not talking about the the book of Boba Fett expansion. That DLC was not was not uh, the part. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, uh, continue. I mean, yeah, you're right. They have other shows coming up that they could do this with. Um, you know, obviously, Mandalorian season four. Are we on four? We just did three, right? Four. Yeah. Um, you know, Ahsoka season two. Uh, I don't. Um, I skeleton crew would also be another backdoor because they supposedly get lost in a distant galaxy, Mike. So maybe they they mm-hmm. hit their hitchhikers. They they're like, hey, can you give us a ride back? We'll give you gas money uh, to to the main universe. So so maybe maybe they could pop up there, tie that together. But yeah, I, I'm I'm ready to kind of. I, I it's not that I hate um, watching them. I think it's it needs to culminate in something finally, and I think. We need to get there pretty quick, right? We don't want mm-hmm. to drag this on forever and keep thinking about it. But um, pretty happy. Soka season two, uh, uh, supposedly green. Then we'll talk more about that later. Um, do you know uh, when in twenty twenty we had a Disney Investor Day? Are those in like November? I, I feel like those were in the fall, winter. Do we have one coming I up fe- soon? I feel I feel like I remember one happening in November at some point in time. I gotta feel like I mean we're about to we're, we're we'll jump into it here shortly. Yeah, just, we're gonna talk. Yeah, we're gonna talk about all like the the drama. I just feel like with so much happening out there, uh-huh. um, and all of the retooling that is reportedly happening, it seems like the, you know what? Is, there's no grand plan for them to show it's, off just yet. It feels it, like it's December 10th is one that was in 2020. So we we still mm-hmm. have time. And 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 I think you know what we will talk about. But I think yes, they don't have a grand plan, but as much noise is out there whether it's true or not we'll talk about that is you, you got to quell that noise right you have to say no we have things under control the news is uh, is out of is, is just making things up or or yes and that has been reported but here is our plan right i think there is value to investors in that that plan so well i think uh jonathan major's uh court date is supposed to be in november at some point in time mm-hmm. so maybe they'll have some sort of 
final ruling on that yeah. character before December rolls around. Well, we got one more episode of Loki left. You never know. You never mm-hmm. know. So it's, it's been pretty quiet on that front. But anyway, speaking of Disney Plus, Mike, that, that's a good segue into the, uh, I guess this was to me relatively uh, unplanned for, an, an Echo trailer dropped this week. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there was some sort of um, media day or like uh, some sort of planned day because there's also, uh, you know, costumes were, were unveiled. I, I didn't expect this at all. And I don't know how it popped up on the radar, um, what was kind of going on here. But there is a trailer for Echo, the series, uh, coming out January 10th. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's confirmed for five episodes reported. The biggest surprise in this, number one, it is a very, very kingpin heavy trailer. Uh, first mm-hmm. and foremost, did not expect the Kingpin format. The second biggest thing is this is the first TV MA show from Marvel Studios on Disney Plus, and did not expect that either. They have not really said anything about that before, and the trailer kind of showed that. So uh, the tagline at the end says, "Please make sure your account can view TV MA content on Disney Plus to watch this show." So um, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect this, and um, there was some some interviews with the writers and showrunners. One of the the quotes I took out there that is Echo uh, as a character, Maya is it Lopez? No, doesn't sound right. Probably is. Uh, Maya uh, or, or Echo is a villain, and she will not have her comics powers, which is where she just can see something and, and imitate all sorts of mm-hmm. superpowers, if you will, which makes it more real. It fits better, right? Because I know your concern is why would she be able to do that if she can look and see superpowers and do superpowers? Mm-hmm. Reeling it back in is going to make it feel a little more grounded what do you feel about this trailer yeah i mean it was intense right i wasn't expecting the the perspective of you know kingpin being like a mentor or a father figure to her i don't know if those seeds were planted obviously oh, in, in, in um hawkeye. it was very much in hawkeye yeah uh, like yeah because I, he was I, he was I, she was working for him kind of thing yeah i remember there was definitely a relationship there but i don't remember it being tied back to childhood but to be fair it's been a while since i've watched it and i mm-hmm. only watched it once so uh i guess that's a welcomed angle right you know they seem to be taking it pretty seriously where the character i say was introduced in a a somewhat more lighthearted show. Uh, it was revealed at the very end of the trailer. We were talking about like, oh, how did Kingpin uh, survive? So I guess it looks like he actually was shot in the face. You know, he I, feel, has a I feel justified over his eye. I feel <laughs> justified. That but was my theory all the time. So, I mean, I, yeah. I don't know if there's some sort of Kingsman technology that yeah. came down to resurrect his uh, shot up face or. Yeah what's going on there but i'm sure some explanation will be will be yeah. held and, and uh, they, they pulled that from the co- again the, the comics did that a while as well i think they shot him in both eyes in the comic books though which is even weirder so <laughs> at least they kept one of them right if he has an eye patch going forward it'll be fine but yeah, yeah sorry I, I i suppose for you know the sake of the title of the show if i have to repeat myself because i feel like i've brought this up several times when we talk about echo uh any good like writer can make anything interesting right but i don't really necessarily have high hopes it's such a it's such a weird corner like to develop i I would say over at disney plus this really does feel like it was born out of the chapek regime right Mm -hmm. of just like we need something on disney plus all of the time there needs to be a star wars there needs to be a marvel at at any point in time, we cannot have people churning from the subscription service. So just start developing anything. Get any talent that you can find across town. Bring them in. Ask them if there's anything that they'd like to do. Give them recommendations. Mm-hmm. Are and there, get are the there ball any rolling. B characters in these shows we could spin off, right? Yes. 
Exactly. And that kind of, this is kind of where I feel like maybe Andor came out of, right? So maybe good things can come from it, right? You know, somebody comes in, develops Andor, a character that we've said millions of times on our own show that like, why do we need this? Turns out being amazing. So Echo could end up being great, right? But I have to, we are getting to a shift now, I would say with Marvel, unfortunately, where now I need to be, I, the, the concept and story and, um, just everything needs to be proven to me now when before we would always say like, Oh, well we trust Marvel, you know, they've given us Mm -hmm. nothing but quality content. There's no reason to be worried. Let's just sit back, relax and wait for the fun to roll around. I feel like that's, that has stopped. (laughs) So now I am cautious just like I was when I was, you know, watching some of those early DC properties, obviously, you know, not exact comparisons. Right. So basically I just have to wait until January and just, Cross my fingers and hopefully yep. we, get, we get something good. So a couple things. Uh, I've also included links to the their uh, her attire slash costumes that she'll be getting mm-hmm. later in the show. Um, obviously not superhero costume, but very much authentic to uh, the Choctaw uh, legacy or I guess heritage of the character. Um, very much so you can see that here. Uh, the trailer also, if you look it up on YouTube, has a Choctaw dubbed version as well. Um, so really getting into... Uh, you know the, the the culture point of view and and you know her her heritage as a character in here, which is is really cool. And you can kind of you know see that in the uh, in the images from the from this event, which is cool. And it's Maya Lopez. I was right. It's on the tag here in the card. Um, and then the other part is you know this is um, again we've talked about the binge model, all five episodes at once on January tenth, and it is being branded um, a new a new brand. Um, this was part of the interview process. Is that Mar- this is a Marvel spotlight character. And to me, this sounds like we have to, again, we have things already in place from the Chapek era. We have to figure out what to do with them. And as you mentioned, Echo is not a character who was going, we're not, we don't need to see Echo in Secret Wars, do we, Mike? Like, she is not a, a relevant character in the grand scheme of things. She is a mm. very ground, very, you know, just a character on the, on, on fucking the, the, I guess the bottom rung of the Marvel barrel, uh, if mm. you will. And it will not affect the cosmic saga. She's not going to show up and see, you know, uh, see somebody do something and, and solve, save the multiverse. So it sounds like some of these, you know, characters um, or shows that were again, greenlit, greenlit in the pre I pre Iger again era have been retooled to be not, uh, not huge things. So they are Marvel spotlight character focused sagas that that stray away from the grand scope of the MCU at large. So this will be something that's more of a, if you want to watch it, that's great, but you're probably never going to have to watch it to (laughs) understand the story. And they've at least acknowledged. I mean, my, my, my thing is they've acknowledged that they're working on that. And I think that's, that is okay. Cause they also said it. And I, you know, I'm going to disagree a slight bit. They, you will not have to watch all of, you know, the other Marvel stuff to understand this, but with the Kingpin coming from Daredevil show and then Hawkeye, her appearance in Hawkeye, you're probably going to have to know those. But I think if you just see those two things, that's all you have to do for this character. At the yeah, end of the I day. mean, it's only, it's, it looks like it's only five episodes. There's no way that episodes are going to be longer than an hour each. Uh, right? The first, so, the first two are an hour and a half total. So they're about 45 oh. each. 
yeah, so you're going to burn through this uh, super quick if you like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have to watch it if you want that uh, If you want that hit of Daredevil. I'm really curious yep. how much yes. Daredevil is going to matter. Daredevil is in the trailer. We hadn't we hadn't touched on that yet. But uh, And then you, yeah. you, you mentioned you, – obviously everyone takes screenshots of Daredevil because, boy, the internet loves Daredevil. Um, mm-hmm. He's in his – you point out he looks like he's in his red suit. Yeah, he's back in his red suit. I think his red suit, it's like a its like a baseball team, right? It's his home yeah. suit. His away suit's yellow, and he's on the other coast, you know. He's yeah. got, you know, there's contractual obligations he, where if he goes, you know, west of the Mississippi, he's got to change in the well, yellow. I'm, 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 I'm going to say he's blind, so does he know which one he's putting on? Oh, you bring up a great point, Chris. <laughs> he, he might not know. Yeah. His uh, his tailor like ran out of the red paint, and he's just yeah. like he's not good. He won't know, he won't right? Know. Well, I yeah. can just let's let's just wait and yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm really curious. You know, if I had to be as cynical as possible, he's in barely like one scene just so they could put him in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, best case scenario, he's integral to the plot, right? Yeah. You know, that would be great too. Cause that's what you want. Even if this was like an echo comic book, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool to open it up and see her like a yeah. doing cool shit with daredevil? Yeah. And, and, um, right. And, and obviously, you know, daredevil's uh, history with, with Wilson Fisk Kingpin, right. Um, uh-huh. hopefully plus this will probably tee into, uh, daredevil born again. I, I think we always said it would be right. Kind of tee into it a little bit, but, um, probably not essential watching, but I, I'm excited to to see it and kind of understand hopefully something that has again uh, low stakes, if you will, right? Just more. Hopefully, it's more of a character piece, a a a smaller cast, a more focused like a story. Again, like Andor, right? Andor did not have a huge cast; it had smaller cast. It was you know very much away from. Yes, there are pieces you know, to Star Wars at large, but overall, it was more about. Hey, these characters in the moment, rather than um, hey, the multiverse is ending uh, at, at, at the same time. So, um, I, I just didn't know we were going to get a trailer. Very, very surprised, and the confirmation that the release date's nice. So, um, we will we will get, keep you guys uh, posted in the next, uh, I guess, two months till this comes out, right? So, um, it'll be there, and I believe they say that it will be on Hulu as well. Um, not yeah, just it's, Disney Plus. It's also Hulu for a little bit, a couple months as well. Yeah, and I think it's going to be simultaneous too. So they are really they're really spreading the field on this one. Yeah, it, it sounds like you know, hey, more 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 places. Uh, we have more eyes, and we're going to talk more about uh, Hulu here at the bottom uh, as well. So some of that some of that stuff. All right, so let's get into what uh, the 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 card here that Mike has created is is referring to uh, drama studios right um and and what what this means so earlier this week um variety released a piece what what do they call that piece mike i didn't link it in here because god it was just like what's going wrong with marvel studios yeah the gist of it i don't know what the exact title was but yeah that's what we're talking about it, yeah so it's essentially you know what what is happening to marvel you know the the good the bad the ugly and i'm trying to pull it up here i don't even see it on their homepage anymore mike that's that's concerning um, but, um, I, I will tell you this piece, uh, is very much the first day. I say the first 24 hours, it's like a whirlwind of like people picking and, and, and little bits and pieces out of this, right. Chewing on them, uh, you know, spitting them out, you know, going everywhere. However, for those who may not know, this piece is under a lot of scrutiny by industry insiders, not the higher ups, but people who work at the industry, like the, mm-hmm. the employee level, um, claiming most of this, if not all of it, is false. Uh, and I will say, 
not all of it is false because we will talk about some of these things that are ring true, but I think anybody could kind of pick up on those right things. Uh, so this was written by Tatiana Siegel, um, who a lot of people um, have, have said she's coming to fire for writing fake hit pieces before, uh, especially ones including um, praising Joss Whedon and blaming Ray Fisher. Do you remember the Justice League uh, yeah, drama, I remember we, that drama we talked about yeah. forever? Mm-hmm. Uh, she also leaked recently Amber Heard's therapy notes and falsely oh accused of Jason Momoa uh, for dressing up as Johnny Depp on the scenes, uh, uh, on the set of Aquaman. And most people were like, Jason Momoa has always dressed Bohemian. Look at him. He's a Bohemian. Like, he's not <laughs> dressing up as, as uh, what's it, Captain Jack Sparrow. That is just, that is Jason Momoa and how he's always been kind of thing. So there, uh, and the other part is all of these quote unquote scoops in this article uh, have been traced back to Reddit's and other non-verified scoopers. So, um, whether these are true or not, Mike, I don't care. We're going to talk about them because that's what we do on the yeah. show. But I'm yeah. going to, I want to put a big asterisk on everything. Like, Hey, if this comes out to not be true, so totally, totally be it. If it is true, e- even better, but you know, we have to put an asterisk because we wouldn't be doing our job as a news piece if we didn't source everything as well. Yeah. Also it, you are right. We, we talk about a lot of these types of like rumors, uh, on the show a lot, but, uh, this one seemed to get a little bit more um, veracity behind it because it was published by Variety, so it has a little bit of, um, you know, it has a little bit more um, cred to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right? they're 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 they are a, a legitimate, um, I guess, website that they I, yeah. they do a, do they do a magazine as well, maybe a print. Uh, if the- if magazines still exist anymore, they might. And I'm yeah. sure that there's an editor over there, you know, that read over. I don't know how much fact checking goes over this because it's all kind of like insider, you know, off the record. You yeah. know, nobody wants to, you know, it, it's just all industry it, like, you know, whispers around town. Yeah, exactly. And I would say the other thing with this is uh, with the recent reign of the MCU, the timeline in the MCU, the Daredevil Born Again, you know, it's very easy to paint a red target on Marvel right now and say they have problems. We all know they've had problems. We've talked about it on the show, right? The quality of things has dipped. There's great things. We again this year we, alone we've had Guardians three. We have Loki. We've also had Ant Man and uh, was it Secret Invasion, right? Uh, things you can't fix uh, that are already when the wheels are in motion at, at, before Bob Iger took back over. And, you know, maybe may, hopefully he helps. I don't, we can't, we yeah. can't verify that. And but I mean, it's easy to point a target and write an article saying, "Hey, here's all the stuff that's wrong." Well, but, also. Yeah, like it's like we're gonna like we're gonna run down all the news and everything, but also at the same time, I think categorically, if you read over all of it, it doesn't necessarily make Marvel look great. But nothing in these leaks are, I would say, tantamount of like huge scandal, right? It's just yeah. like, oh, this article was about a business, and it's just not being very good at being the business that it's in at the current moment. Yeah. That's kind of like the lead of it. It's just like they need to do better at making movies and TV shows. Is kind of like the summation well, of all of these. The, I would say a couple of them are, are I would say the, we'll talk about Blade is in here. That's probably the most, the weirdest unsubstantiated rumor uh, or, that came out of this, right? Even the, the, the person while we'll talk about it uh, was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And he was the writer on it. Um, and a couple of things, I think, especially what you sent me, you know, is really our next topic is stuff that we could have just guessed and been like, yeah, this is yeah. probably right. Like, you know, why would you not? You know, the, the, the topic is... Hey, they want to bring back 
original Avengers for Secret Wars. Well, duh, they want to bring back everybody. It's going to supposed to be the biggest movie in the world, right? Why would you not try to bring back some of your original, you know, actors uh, if mm-hmm. you can? So, so um, it, it's it's. Yeah, it's just a very weird. It's a very weird article that you know. There's no sources in this. They're like somebody said this, some of them. But like again, it's not wrong, right? Like you know, it says you know public criticism is mounting. Yes, yes, it is on some of these projects. Uh, it's an ebb and flow right now. Um, and uh, you know they're 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 working on hopefully writing the ship, but we can't we can't say what it is. But uh, anything else? you want to just jump into some of these? I mean, I think we've got three yeah. three big three big topics here. I would mm-hmm. say. Uh, the first one is, uh, like I just mentioned, Avengers Secret Wars. Mike, you sent this to me you know, earlier in the week. We, we talked about it. And they are rumored to bring back the original Avengers team. Um, this is the, the actual thing from people who are right. So they're most likely variants if they bring them back, right? Like you're not bringing back Robert Downey Jr. Uh, you know, alive. He died in the in the Sacred Timeline. Robert uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow also died. Chris Evans could come back not only as Captain America, but what if he was the Human Torch? Right from his Fantastic Four era. Mm-hmm. So, but if we were to sit and you know talk about Secret Wars, wouldn't you be like, well, yeah, it'd be cool if they had everybody back for one, you know, one big hurrah, even if it's not the original version. So, what do you what do, what do you make of this? You 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 probably got a little different opinion than I do. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to say. I mean, th- there's such a there's such star power right now behind some of the actors' faces, right? So it's a it's just like a totally different type of conversation of are we talking about characters played by different faces or actors mm-hmm. returning? I think for the for the sake of credibility, uh, Robert Downey Jr. should just not return. Like he he went out on top. I don't think the MCU. To be honest, if I had to be a betting man, I hope it goes a different way. If I had to bet, the MCU will never top Infinity War and Endgame. Like the, it, it was, it, it that that kind of achievement had never happened before, and they're never gonna be able to recapture that again. It, you know, as hard as they try, they could get close. You know, financially, they could they could they could be there. They could have as much profit as they want. Right. So like, uh, like Robert, you're never going to get do better. So he's out on top. I don't think his face or resemblance should come back. Now the character could come back. That could be interesting, but also like what a, what a balance you have to make. Right. I, every time we talk about secret wars, I always envision a scene in my head, maybe something kind of comparable to, uh, end game, right. You know, I'm on your left cap scene where there's just a bunch of heroes mounting up on some sort of front line, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a ton of, re- there's going to be a ton of reveals because there's going to be all of these, like, you're going to see, uh, you're, uh, you're going to see, uh, David Hasselhoff, like show up as like Nick Fury. Yeah. You know, you're going to see all of these like deep cuts. Like you said, you might see uh, Chris Evans as, uh, the flaming torch. You know, you'll see the flaming person come down. The flame comes off. It's Chris Evans. Whoa. People are going to go crazy. That's great. Yeah. We get to see Chris Evans face again. I'm just really curious how you manage the expectation of an audience of an Iron Man suit coming down, the helmet coming off, and it's not Robert Downey Jr. It's like a whiplash, right? It's cool because you get to see Iron Man again, right? Uh, And, like, some people like us, if it is Tom Cruise under there, will be like, oh, I get it. And maybe just Tom Cruise's face will be enough star power to get people over it. But, like, I feel like there is not a 0% number of people that will be disappointed that Iron Man suits back in – Tony's not in it, you know. I think I think the one thing you'd have to do, and it would come down to me to, personally, is, is the marketing point, right? Um, you don't put the Iron Man suit in the trailer and not show who's under it. 
um, right? Mm-hmm. Do do you do you give away this this scene earlier so people know what to come into? They're coming into versus mm-hmm. like you know helping. I get mind you set those expectations, but at the same time, I'm like, what has Robert Downey Jr. been doing lately? I wouldn't. I'm not upset if he comes back. I, you know, he comes back for a scene or two. He brings that swagger, that charm, the character he he kicked it off with. Um, you know, of course, obviously he did go out on top. But if he has a small scene to just even you know just have a little bit of fun with some of the characters, I, I still think that's to me that I, I'm okay with that as long as it's handled again. It's not just hey, here's a moment to sell toys kind of deal. Like um, we talked about old. Marvel Bean, I, I I feel there's there's okayness to the there's a way to find that in there and have it be there. What what if he's the AI? What if he's an AI version, Mike? What if they, what if they do that version from the comic books where he's like, you know, here's some pieces of me, and they have to use that to, uh, I don't know, because he worked on the he found the time travel deal in uh, in game, and they need some sort of time travel to defeat Kang later. Is that okay? I mean- I, I think the only I think the only way I think he comes back is if it's emotionally relevant. Yeah. I feel like the perfect scenario is and I don't even know if they can age up the fictional character fast enough within the universe to do this for Secret Wars, but his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. His daughter grows up, she's becoming a young adult uh, maybe superhero adjacent. Maybe she takes up some sort of uh, mantle, right? Having a huge conflict and crisis she, in her life. Well, and then uh, somehow her father returns to offer, you know, it, one final bit of advice. It could be. I, I think maybe, maybe there's no guarantee that, that, that a child obviously inherits the, the parents, you know, uh, brilliance in this situation, but maybe she's, they have to get something Tony locked away and she's the key to getting it. Right. Maybe she's the only person who can get it so they can, figure stuff out because you know obviously tony has secret things all over the world if not more worlds by the end of uh in game so there, there's opportunity but like it has to be meaningful it can't just be like a hey you know uh he's just here and back and we're driving like we used to um the the idea the other one uh you know the, the two bits here uh, from actual people is robert Downey jr is a rumor to have already agreed to return how albeit he is not a lead star in the movie right so we, we temper that expectation but the other thing, if it's not him, if it's Tom Cruise, he could be the 838 variant, which is the multiverse of madness, right? Like he, like the Iron Man from that universe, because there's an empty chair, who we always, we thought was Tom, we theorized as Tom Cruise before it came out, was that they, he's coming back to, uh, you know, get revenge on Doctor Strange for, for killing everybody, even though it wasn't Doctor Strange, or getting revenge on, on Scarlet Witch from, from mm-hmm. 1610, because or not 1610, whatever Earth, um, that is because of that. So there's, there's opportunity. Um, the other part is, again, the, the, the reliable leakers are Tobey Maguire and Hugh Jackman are the two leads, and Tom Holland is the MCU's choice, TVA choice, uh, which I did, we did not have before. So um, it's very interesting that those are three actors from not Marvel Studios, if you will, right? Like mm-hmm. Tom Holland was in Marvel movies, yes, but still a Sony picture uh, in Sony Spider-Man recently. Um, you know, and, to, and Toby. So I'm, I'm interested. This movie has a lot of question marks. Um, you know, I, I would say even more so than Infinity War and Endgame, simply because we don't know what's coming and what's happening. We know Kang is there. We know, we know the comic book Secret Wars, but they also borrow names from comics without doing it. So, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, if if they, I think, do you are you more okay with them bringing back Scarlett Johansson then as a character because her character. We've seen her in a movie after her death, even though the movie was historically earlier than her death. 
Hmm. I mean, if I had to kind of put like um, like rankings behind yeah, the characters, yeah, I was gonna say rank them. I, rank I, <laughs> I suppose the lower your rank goes, the more I would accept your cameo in a way. Yeah. So mathematically, Chris, yes, I would be more willing to see Black Widow on screen again. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I I, I think the the um, the bad blood from the Chapek era with with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Remember when they put the movie on streaming and theater uh and then mm-hmm. and she had a big blow i think that's calmed down so this might be a way to appease her like hey if we you know or not an appeaser but like hey we worked out a deal you can be in the movie we're gonna give you a, a pretty good paycheck to show up again kind of thing Ho- hopefully you can go out with a you get a chance to go out with a bang rather than a lawsuit if you will because <laughs> uh, because that's what it ends on but let's shift backwards a little bit the other thing uh is you mentioned at the top show jonathan majors right now is in um Alleged hot water, right? He, he's standing trial to find out if he's guilty or not in, in November. And um, this this is the f- the, the worst, the, the quickest, I think, debunk thing in this article is that Marvel is rumored to have thought to replacing Kang with Doctor Doom in this. You know, obviously they would change the name King Dynasty, but like, I don't think you want to put Doctor Doom in so quickly, you know, right? Uh, maybe you change the face of Kang, change the actor, but not the character entirely right like this is a bad yeah. I- that's a bad idea uh like and a lot of a gi- reliable scoopers have said it's not true but even to write that down is weird yeah, yeah gigant gigantic pivot right i mean huge this just makes me go oh somebody was just like oh what's a what's a logical kind of like replacement that's been floated around let's just you know mm-hmm. push that rumor forward it seems to be the most and also like if dr doom was i'm sure like we know that there is and isn't like you know a whiteboard somewhere with just ideas right yeah um so i'm sure dr doom is up there and it would be if it was true it would be more of like let's just downplay kang and then just highlight doom more not so much of like a one-to-one swap like i doubt it would be like dr doom is kind of like the mastermind puppet you know that's making interdimensional like madness because that does not really fit with his like you know power set right ironically (laughs) the the 2015 secret wars it is doom who is doing the multi or it was is who's bringing all the verses together to live and he becomes god emperor doom however we've not set that up like there, there's no yeah. setup for that. Like, like that. That's just like that would that would be such a jarring thing to go from Kang Dynasty to Secret Wars, where Kang's yeah. the villain and then Doom's on top. And you're like, who yeah. is this guy? Yeah, like my Fantastic Four's barely been my, out. Yeah, my parents don't know who Doctor Doom is. You at least gotta get the. You gotta at least get my mom and dad on board before yeah. you start trying to make these big plays for billion dollar box right. office. Right. Uh, you know, budgets. Uh, but I just, uh, we're going to see Dr. Doom at some point in time, but like, I think the biggest, the most biggest obvious thing is that like, I, I don't know if just people don't want to think about it, but like we saw the end of quantum mania. Uh, there is nothing but endless scores of different versions of Kang and they have recast before in the MCU. This just seems like a very easy, uh, shut the door case of like, let's just recast the character and, Mm -hmm. and move forward. Right. You know, there, there's already like, you can already kind of start to see the writing on the wall that the MCU is going to get rebooted at some point in time. So like, you know, we don't have to worry so much about it. Just get a couple movies out of a new actor. The, The biggest, the downside is, is, you know, I, we won't comment either way on whether or not, uh, you know, 
innocent or guilty or anything like that because we are not legal experts and we don't even live in New York. We couldn't even possibly have been on the jury in any in any given way if there even is a jury. I don't even know if they're they're taking it uh, if it's that kind of uh, court. Uh, but anyway. Uh, we've been watching Loki, and Jonathan Majors is doing such an amazing job this mm-hmm. season. You know, uh, we'll dive into it more next week when we talk about the entire season two of Loki. But like, it is uh, a shame imagining that performance disappearing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You have. Yeah. It, it's uh, one of those situations. Like, you know, if he if he is con- if he is convicted of this, you know, obviously it's more probably of a fine than jail time. Does Does Marvel even do anything? with it Mm -hmm. because the other part of this you know someone else an insider um not in the article knows that you know the writer strike right we had all summer right 100 and something days i forget how many 120 140 days somewhere around there yeah Yeah, there was literally no time to change loki right there were no writers actor strike was going on at the same time uh if, if they want to meet their current release dates for um deadpool well deadpool 3 captain america what's after that thunderbolts uh you know, maybe Deadpool three would have a king in it, but like you know, they they can't change a lot if they're going to hit those deadlines, right? They have to mm-hmm. be very tight and, and keep that going. But so I, I don't even know what's next. If if he is convicted, do they do they do anything with him? Right? Uh, is is it enough to rehire him, or does he just have a stain on him, kind of thing? Um, I, I don't I don't know how they're going to handle that. And but if there is a situation like. It's comic book movies, right, Mike? He, he is a person who can travel through time and space. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even saw in Loki season one, there can be an alligator version of Loki. There can be Lokis yeah. that don't look anything like him. And, uh, like, w- like uh, to, 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 to beat it over the head again, all it takes this is the this is the one thing that I just love in general, just about Hollywood, just as a concept, right? The rules about everything can be rewritten or reset with a great movie, right? Yep. If you recast the role of Kang and then the next time you see that uh, recast, the movie is just amazing, nobody cares. It doesn't matter. If you can just – but that's the hard thing to do, right? That's the hardest yeah. thing to do in, Hol- in Hollywood is to make a good movie, to make a great movie. So that's always what I'm on the lookout for. Like that's – that's honestly, that's the yeah. – that's that's how you solve every problem out here. Yeah. You just make a good movie. How hard can it be? Yeah, and 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 it's one of those things. It's like if you know, I'm gonna look to the 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 show that has done this the most and most successfully is Doctor Who, Mike. Right? There are different iterations of the same Doctor when they recast him. They're like, oh, he regenerates into a new person with a new face and a mildly different personality. So the, it is accepted in you know when you're watching things that someone can in fact change race, if you write a compelling argument, I would say what I would love to see. And probably this way is like, you have a, a third an ancillary character that goes by a different name. You don't know who it is. Then the whole time you find out at the end, you find out that that person is Kang and, and, and has essentially replaced or gotten rid of the other ones with himself. Right. Or, or multi variations of him. And we still have a Loki episode. I don't know if, if, if Kang is even in the last episode of Loki. So um, there, we need there, to see how there, that plays there, out. There was a, um, uh, a a quote unquote insider report in the article of somebody that has said that they have seen the last two episodes of Loki, and they said Marvel is effed uh, with the whole Jonathan Major situation. So if we are 
are, if we're led to believe off of that rumor, it's that uh, well, Jonathan Majors we, is very much going to be moving forward. But we, from that point of the story, we have seen the next to last episode, Mike, and that comment does not line up with that episode I just watched. I I in good faith I cannot say anything yeah. without spoiling it. So tune in next week. Right, 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 right. I know, but I'm saying like I I, I you know I will just. I, I what I've seen does not line up with that statement. That's a very weird. That's a very it's a very bold statement saying the last two episodes. I'm like, well, I've seen the last episode or the next to last episode, and I don't agree. I don't think what you say lines up with that at all. But I I'm excited to watch it. And we'll we'll talk about it more next week. The last one I would say I'm going to pull out of this mic um, that that was very interesting is that um, in Blade they they claim the original scripts uh, before the newest writer. Uh, made Blade the fourth lead with three female lead characters, Mike. And um, we already kind of, you know, this movie has been delayed. Uh, it was supposed to originally come out this past weekend. I don't know if you knew that on the original announcement date. Um, wow. But Mahershala Ali was, said, was ready to leave uh, before hiring a new writer and retooling the story. We've reported on this before. What, a year ago, maybe? A little over? All right. They were having trouble. They hired a new writer. They hired a new director. However... The pre one of the previous writers, multiple there are multiple writers in the first iteration. Has said he came out and he was like, "Look, Blade has was in ninety nine percent of all the scenes. There was no other female lead characters that would take his place. We have no idea what you're talking about in this comment." So this is the one to me that's like, it, I, I'm scratching my head the most at it, Mike. Is is this true? Was this true? Is it not true? What 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 were you? Well, also like. In pre-production, with writing a script, there it's got to be such a tight, coned group of people, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's going to be a couple executives. You know, there's going to be like the writers, but like there can't be more than like a handful of people that are a, looking a at a dozen at most. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like how is any of this like leaking in the script department right Right. i could see if maybe somebody was like you know who worked on a previous version was like maybe jaded and they were you know leaking it but uh to to kind of bring it back a little bit full circle from what you're saying at the top of this kind of segment of just like uh uh, marvel was and still kind of is the top dog in hollywood Mm -hmm. but now people are starting to kind of see some exposed you know weaknesses it's like you're fighting the video game boss and you finally broken off enough armor and you're starting to see the glowing eyeballs Mm -hmm. right uh and you're we're starting to see a little bit of the hint of like eyelashes and pupils right (laughs) and they're glowing and i'm getting my bow and arrow ready so it just kind of seems like the target is set and ready to go and it and it just motivates people right to kind of create more of these um, um, non-scrupulous uh, you know um, right. stories right well it's just one of these this I mean this is such if, if this would have leaked this would have had to have been two years ago Mike right maybe three mm-hmm. years ago why are we just hearing about it now of all the, we've heard, we've had so many other leaks so many other things come out that this is just a very weird one to kind of bring into this because they've already moved on from all those writers and, and the original uh, writer Michael Starbury um, was like the, he's like I never have seen this in any of the, the versions I was working on uh, before mm-hmm. the, that so I just obviously they are spread thin they were they were told you are our biggest money maker churn out as much content as quickly as you can because obviously everything you touch will be gold right is what is, is that's how it feels to me is that how it feels to you at marvel was for a while like you know chapek took over like everything you touch is gold keep doing it do more of it keep making yeah. gold. keep spinning there, this gold and then 
you know, they're not perfect. They were never perfect before, but they were fun and they had a good time. So it, it's it, it feels like when you overwork something and it's just like, well, you you need to you need to refresh yourself a little bit. Yeah. Well, there also there was a little bit of um um of a tidbit in the blade section of that story where the proposed budget for the film is only going to be a hundred million dollars um i could i I, that seems a little low from my point of view a doable i would say with like the visual style and power set of blade you know we're you know you're probably talking more costuming stunt choreography you know dark you know european gothic sets right yeah exactly and i'm not saying any of that's bad by any means right yeah. but i could a hundred percent see marvel you know approaching maybe some of these movies going forward of just like uh we were green lighting budgets on the idea that we were going to be um getting blockbuster uh, mm-hmm. record setting results on every movie we made and that's just not the truth anymore right. so I, I think we will see the budget clawed back well I'd also say, I'd also say the the again we don't have budgets but reported budgets for their TV shows were very you know high-end TV show budgets right premium TV show budgets probably mm-hmm. ate into that quite a bit too um, so so absolutely I, I mean I, I don't I don't disagree but I I, I do strongly disagree or feel disagree that that blade was going to be the fourth lead like you don't get a, you know academy award winning actor mahershal ali and make him show up a quarter of the time right in a blade mm-hmm. movie so so i think i think that one that one's pretty rough overall you know it's there it's it, these are easy articles to to piggyback on right now right in the news cycle every you see people you know start crafting articles rumors theories back and forth back and forth negative here good there um, you know, so I, we are in an interesting spot where, you know, bad things did come, you know, news officially came out of Marvel several weeks ago in Disney. And now, you know, there's, there's more stuff that could possibly be true, possibly be rumors. But I think the, um, again, the, the changes, the iterations, we won't see any of that until what, we, what do we decide? At least the end of 2024, maybe mm-hmm. starting with Deadpool three, um, as it's still in production, if you will. So what i mean is is that does that make sense that we should probably you know i wouldn't say brace for the worst but just temper expectations we're not getting a plus material we're getting mediocre material until the end of next year i mean there was some like there was some um some silver linings in the story uh somebody was quoted i don't remember who it was uh, that uh, Kevin Feige's like superpower was his ability to just totally change a movie in, well, in post. Like, to to, to put his... fix a movie, not change it, but yeah, like like, a, exactly. like make it work in in, like, in the end. Yeah. yeah, they were saying he you know has this like Midas touch of like taking it and uh, reworking it and giving us like a great film. So yeah, I think that that leads to your point that even though Deadpool has already started in production, right, and you know could have been marred a little bit by some of the Chapik uh, madness, uh, that his ability to kind of like take a film that's kind of already kicked off, like yeah, hopefully we can cross our fingers and we will get a great Deadpool. And I think I think you know we're just gonna jump into it because Deadpool three is our next topic. I think Deadpool three is one of the safer movies out of all this because uh-huh. you have Ryan Reynolds, who is essentially he is not a a worker. He uh, like he is not a uh, I guess a task man, right? He didn't go to Marvel for them to tell him what to do. 
Um, yeah, he he he's like he's like the talent, but he's not the talent. He's like he is the movie. Yeah. Uh, as much as like we are being led to believe, he's not just somebody coming in at, for a job. You yeah. Know? Sean Levy, same way, right? The things he has done, he is not a. I'm just gonna do what you you tell me to because he he wants to make a good movie. Um, and and you know what he made what, um, the other Deadpool movies, uh, the Adam Project, right, kind of thing. They even uh, did, they even let him bring f- back uh, Free Guy. Are you gonna say Free Guy? Yeah, Free Guy. Yeah. yeah. They even they even let him bring back the original writers from the first two movies, right? So I I feel even even if you know it is if it's true that Kevin Feige has a, a, an ability as a producer to again land a movie on a, on a runway, uh, if you will, and and make it successful. Uh, Deadpool three has a team in place that was already going to do what they wanted to do, whether they liked it or not at the top, uh, because mm-hmm. they, they have a proven track record of doing things their way uh, and making it fun. And the fact they're bringing in Hugh Jackman, even like, right. I, I feel, you know, uh, is, is going to be great. So I, I feel yeah, I'm a little biased. I, I think this will be a, a good movie. Um, uh, but Sean Levy has also said this week, you know, Deadpool three is not the final title for the film. So we are, will be discussing uh, more titles uh, probably in the future for this movie. And uh, in, in Sean Levy's eyes, Logan is canon, is canonical, uh, and they will have to probably put Wolverine back in Logan maybe by the end of the movie, right? Kind of deal. What What are the odds that the movie is called uh, Deadpool Kills the MCU? Like, what are the odds? That seems like really... <laughs> It, it, I don't know. It's like that is like if the if the title is kind of being withheld, and the second one was just called like Deadpool Two. Like it, it I feel yeah. like there's some sort of reveal he, with the title. He, he's not. He, he he said he's not withholding it. He just doesn't know what it wants to be yet. What the perfect title uh, is. Like okay. he's like, do we put Wolverine in the title? Is it Deadpool and Wolverine, or you know, hmm. kind of thing? Um, I, I would not. I would not take Deadpool kills the Marvel universe off the table right at all. Um, and you know. Do you do you want to bring in, um, uh, you know Wolverine's? You know, let people know. Like again, your mom and dad. I, I I don't know if your dad likes Wolverine movies or not, but like people who don't know or wouldn't normally watch a Deadpool movie, do they need to know Hugh Jackman's in this by putting him in the title somewhere? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of thing. So, um, I I trust him. I know I know the the actor guild. I, they're getting closer to an agreement. It sounded like last week. So yeah, I, I, it seems like they're circling around a deal. I hope. Yeah, so hopefully we'll we'll get some. He, they said they'll be back to production within like a week or two as soon as they sign that. So um, very very excited for them to get back on that. Also in Disney Studios, uh, the uh, and the Disney Studios animators at Walt Disney Studios have uh, voted to unionize, which is very similar to the more recent Marvel Studios VFX unionization. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, I think it's primarily uh, technically their production workers, so I don't know exactly yeah. where the line is drawn necessarily there. So I don't think it has anything to do with like, you know, voice talent or anything right. like that, but that yeah. that's great. I'm always like, it, for me, it just makes sense for any sort of um, office environment that has a pipeline. If you have a pipeline in right. any of your office environments for the work that you gets made, it's, 
almost perfect for unionization, right? Mm -hmm. Because all of your roles are just clearly defined. Uh, you, you you know the kind of like specialized skills that you need. It, so I, I it needs to happen in the video game industry for sure. Yep. It's great that it's happening here. I'm sure the the executive uh, board of Disney does not like all this unionization happening underneath them. But right. uh, sorry, yeah, it's that's just what they, happens. They, they are not as bad as Apple. They're not saying anti-union people. To, to do it so I, I think it'll be fine but really like you said you know you know we we you know in thr you know a month ago or so you know they were talking about you know the executives at marvel uh even as tv shows movies love to change things last minute to just say they did something in a movie mike right mm -hmm. uh so marvel studios they unionized because like literally the disney plus series they were like they rewrote or they changed i think a lot of um she hulk at the last minute um, you know, rearranged it, needed to redo scenes uh, in a different order, and you know, causes crunch, causes um, you know, slips in production. They're not getting paid more because you know that's not how jobs work in that thing. So, unionization protect, uh, provides protection for workers and gives us quality content at the end of the day, right? So, I, mm -hmm. I think this is a win for everybody, uh, especially Disney Studios who are cranking out some some good stuff. Uh, hopefully, that applies to Pixar because you know they're. Um, they're uh what, what do they do this elemental you know still making much uh, did great for them huge huge debut on disney plus so um kudos to that team uh, uh in case people hadn't heard uh disney is purchasing the remainder of hulu from comcast i believe in december um or later this yes, month in november uh, they are being uh forced uh yep. to buy it we don't know if there's really any protest necessarily on disney's end because you wouldn't want to protest if you're being forced to buy it because then, you know, it looks like you're being led you don't into want something it. bad, yeah. which is you don't want shareholders getting that. So I believe when the date came up where Comcast was, like, legally allowed to, like, excise that rule in the contract, it happened, like, immediately. I'm pretty, like, no, we don't want this anymore. I'm pretty sure it was September 30th or October 1st because they, they talked about the valuation date. It's, like, $8.something billion, right? Um, yeah. Um, which is would be and a third of, of Hulu's valuation. Yeah, and that's what they have to decide on now because I believe that valuation, it was based on when the kind of like the contract was originally written. So I'm sure that'll go through well, some sort of that, arbitration or something. Well, the eight point something was uh, September 30th of this year's valuation. But Comcast also owes money to Disney for or Hulu for their content on there. Why You can't just put it on there for free. So they have to they pay some dividends or something. I don't know. But... You know, last year, Bob Iger, when he came back, he announced the plans of a bundle app. You go to one app, you choose Hulu or Disney Plus. Hopefully, mm -hmm. they just blend it all into one goddamn app, Mike. I don't want to go into one app to choose two apps. So just put it all in one like you do everywhere else in the in the world. Um, yeah. It was interesting. I, I didn't realize this um, because I've been kind of like tweaking with some of my like Disney subscriptions and bundles and what have you. And I didn't realize that the at least from my end, my Disney bundle is managed on Hulu's website. Yeah. Like if I want to like adjust like, you know, how many ads or what tier I want of my Disney bundle, it's not happening at disneyplus.com. It's happening at hulu.com, yeah. which I found like very strange. You would think all of that architecture would have been built in kind of like, you know, the flagship well, app. If, if uh, Comcast still Plus. has access, maybe they didn't want to give away that information. Um, yeah, maybe that could be a possibility as as well. But yeah, I think you you got the nail on the head. Build like bring this down into one app. Um, I mean, the market seemed to like the like the um, 
the acquisition. Yeah. I checked Disney's uh, stock price when the news came out, and the stock went up. Yeah. So uh, that the, the stock bump almost could be enough right there to, to pay for to yeah to cover the, the yeah Hulu. Hulu Everyone's yeah. like, oh, you know, if, if one company owns Hulu, they're going to kill it. Well, because Comcast wants. I'm like, no, Comcast just isn't a streaming company, right? They're not a thing. You know, they they're a live cable kind of company. So I think. Um, and I think they're owned by NBC Universal, right? Uh, so they want to go into their Peacock app only. Uh, so I, I think the Hulu being busy, it's either going to merge into Disney Plus as one app or something. They're, they're, I think there'll be a merger coming and make I, it easier. I could, I could see maybe a strategy. Maybe they try to morph Hulu into something uh, that Amazon Prime is like doing with Freevee, which used to be IMB imdb tv which is hard to say so that was a good uh, rebrand right there where i could see pretty much all of like the real exclusive like pretty much everything good that hulu's ever made uh goes over to disney plus permanently right yeah. but then like well you know the 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 brand name for hulu has been it's like huge. established it's there like you know there's no reason to necessarily kill it so maybe we just turn hulu into like our fast tv service right you know we just if we want to like you know we see netflix buying the streaming rights for all of these Zack snyder's like justice uh, yeah dc shows, movies right? are on there and then i think some other like there's still the idea of people can buy content now because yeah, the streaming so, isn't yeah, yeah, and that strategy is out there in the universe, and I don't, I can't possibly see Disney Plus buying the streaming rights for something that could be considered like competition for their IP. Yep. But I could see them doing it and putting it on Hulu. Yeah. So I, that's going to be my guess: and, is Hulu turns into fast TV, hundred percent ad supported, yeah. or crazy well, expensive well, if you want it ad free. Twenty twenty, I think it's like eighteen bucks by itself. Twenty if you add Disney Plus, which isn't bad because. I think they understand you're going to be on one or the other. Like you're not going to be on both mm -hmm. at the same time. So I, I think that's interesting. I'm, I, I just, I don't use Hulu, but I would use it more if it was in one app. I, I just hate going and bouncing around all over the place. Uh, put mm -hmm. it all in Plex, Mike. That's where I'm going to use it. If I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you, but, um, but uh, yeah, I said, this is a, this is a good thing. And you know, um, we'll, we'll see kind of how this pushes the, the envelope forward for everybody. Netflix also announced this week uh, that they will reward you if you have ad free, if you're on the ad supported plan of, of Netflix. When you binge watch shows, you will be watching less ads or get ad free episodes when you just continue watching. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's that's, I feel like that's like the opposite of what happens. Uh, I remember like, in the early streaming days, like I would like find a movie on like NBC.com or something like that. Right. Yep. Or even if you're just watching something on standard cable, once you get towards the end of that movie, right. They're putting ads in every 10 oh, yeah. minutes because they know you want to see you're the hooked. conclusion of the story. Right. And this seems to be like maybe the opposite of yeah. that. So that that's good. I do my best not to engage with any sort of positive, positivity when it comes to ad supported anything because mm -hmm. ads are the worst yeah so but I, I i guess this is netflix kind of flexing that definition this, of we're like a technology company you know that i would also say you know they have they have stats mike they know they know viewers information very very exclusively and you know while we may have the luxury of being able to uh buy the ad free plan some people may not have that luxury and if they have to watch it this is a great way to do it because guess what it keeps you in their app mike they get more numbers they get more viewing hours they get to share with people um is netflix part of the 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 writers thing where they have to disclose streaming information too uh yeah anybody so, that hires a union 
the union writers, yeah. So, so guess what? They're going to be able to bump their numbers by <laughs> saying, if you keep watching this, you're going to get less ads. So yeah. we have more consecutive hours watched on Netflix than anywhere yeah. else. Uh, honestly, I would not be surprised if they use like uh, an advanced algorithm uh, to tailor the amount of ads just based on the user, right? Like, yeah. oh, if we know Steven from Nebraska like is really, really tolerant to ads, we're going to show him as many ads as possible. Whereas like, yeah, I don't know, like Jessica from New Jersey yeah. uh, just it does not like ads, will very easily bounce out of a show. And, you know, she's yeah. already not watched much Netflix this month. And, you know, we see that this is the type of behavior yeah. that happens before somebody cancels that they don't get a whole lot of ads. So I could see almost like a meta game going where people are talking on forums of just like, just like how people talk about how do you juice the Instagram algorithm them to get more impressions and exposure and likes and comments and stuff people are going to be like oh if you want less ads on netflix this is the behavior that you should yeah. be doing you know <laughs> like yeah. go to that go to that page on their website that, that says cancel their subscription hit the cancel button and then when the pop-up says are you sure you want to do that just leave it up there for 15 minutes you know <laughs> well I, and I think the other thing is you know they've recently increased their plans uh, after we're reporting a record quarter they may actually make more money off of ads mike than the ad than you paying them so they want to push people to the ad tiers um mm -hmm. to to because like yeah we get paid more for ads than we do if you just buy a month of netflix oh yeah so mm -hmm. uh they may be they may be trying to push people in that direction but um i don't know boy pirating is just way more you know looks better than it ever has these days so <laughs> Either way, we'll, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, Mike, you you had a very interesting question about this movie. We're gonna have to talk about it here. Uh, Kingdom of <laughs> the Planet like, of the Apes. I feel like you were roasting me in the group. Chat I was. When I, I, boy, when I proposed I. this. This was a legitimate question. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I, I know. I know. Throwing any shade, if you will, uh, on on the franchise. The 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 planet. The new Planet of the Apes movies that I have seen, and I've lost track of which ones I have and haven't seen, or which ones yes. I have finished. I've liked everything that I've watched. Yes, and they're all great. They're directed. Matt they're Reeves. Directed great. This one, this newer one though, is directed by the guy who did the Maze Runner movies. So I don't. You know, I don't know if that's going to change the, uh, the, people's percep well, perception. Well, the riders are the Avatar Way water riders for this movie. Hey, though. we know I like my blue aliens. That's a great uh, story. They did a great story with, with not so, humans. So anyway, basically, I've forgotten a lot of the things that have happened in this franchise because yeah. I'm not caught up and it's been a minute. But in this trailer, the monkeys are clearly speaking yeah. English 100%. And I just, I just wanted to know, like, is this a storytelling device for the audience just so we don't have to read monkey subtitles yeah. uh, for two and a half hours or have, did they literally learn and adopt the language of their oppressors yeah. <laughs> and use it as their culture? Uh, th that's all I wanted to know. It doesn't really matter either way. Yeah, I was just it, curious. So, <laughs> so the first movie, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, um, which I believe uh, – that's the one with um, – what's his name? Um, uh, Franco. Yeah, James Franco. Uh, at mm -hmm. the end, there's a, a virus that you know escapes, makes apes smarter. He says like two words or like a word at the end, right? Um, and, and, it, and that's the kickoff of ape speaking, and they, they talk in the next two movies. Um, obviously, you know, known for Andy Serkis playing Caesar. Uh, Matt Reeves uh, directed uh, the, uh, the the second and third one, and this is the fourth one. Um, which I only, it's a 20th century studios. I didn't think they were, they were going to make more of these if I'm going to be completely honest. So 
It sounds like they found a way to do it. It's, it, it very CG, I, though. I gotta, I gotta imagine maybe that the pandemic slowed things down because we start with Rise of the Planet of the Apes in 2011, mm-hmm. and then we go to Dawn in 2014, which is three years, and then three more years we get War for the Planet of the Apes in 2017. Yeah. Uh, that was seven years ago now. So th- yeah. yeah, this is the largest gap that we've seen, and maybe they're playing with that sense of time in the. Um, in this trailer, like the human beings that we see seem to be very uh, primal, uh, you know, loincloths, like face paint. I don't know exactly how much time has supposed to several have been several generations because I looked it up myself to to kind of see what was going yeah. on. I think that I think that's clever because you know you're seeing like a new kind of primate take over the planet, mm-hmm. you know, and the previous ones whose resources and territories are scarce, you know, are kind of yep. uh, regressing a little bit. They, I wonder is the plan to have the iconic Statue of Liberty moment at some point in time? Like, are they going to do in three more years, or maybe at the end of this one? You know, at the end of one of these newer films, they'll have like a spaceman fly in from a you know from a wormhole, and they'll be like, "What's happening?" Happening. My my guess would be another uh, another trilogy, right? This one and two more, uh, and then end with that because you know, Planet of the Apes I, shouldn't be this popular. Mike shouldn't be this good. Should not have this many movies in a franchise. So uh, is it, blowing is blowing my mind um, that we're even talking about a fourth in a reboot series, the second reboot. Uh, if I look at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, this is the tenth movie. Uh, along with a television series, animated series, so I, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked to, to kind of go back into it. I'm, I'm glad it's, it's there, but um, the one thing I did is the main actress uh, Freya Allen is uh, she's uh, from the uh, Witcher show. She plays the Siri, yeah. the the younger girl that he protects. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, she looks familiar, so I had to go look that up. But it looks, you know, the you know effects have come a long way. We get to see some of the cities overgrown with you know lush. Uh, vegetation so I, i'm interested to see what the story is and kind of see how it falls through it looks like you know um obviously like i think in two movies we're gonna get the the damn you damn dirty apes kind of thing so mm-hmm. um yeah i'm excited any, any i mean just fine this is great cool another movie uh in, in that thing uh bad news in the constantine world the uh jj abrams version of constantine that was tied to the justice league dark which was also canceled earlier this year, has been scrapped at Warner Brothers. Another thing was also canceled from Abrams over at Warner Brothers. It sounds like they're really just, uh, they're not down on him, but they're not spending any money on his projects kind of going on. Well, yeah, I feel like there was some sort of, didn't we report some sort of news that kind of like the bad robot uh, well, Warner they, Brothers they, just they kind paused, of deal overall? They paused everything during the writer's strike, but they picked everything back up after afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Keanu Reeves version of Constantine, the sequel to his movie too, is still moving forward. This could also be, you know, maybe it didn't work with James Gunn, Peter Safran's vision moving forward either. So, mm-hmm. um, this is fine with me. This is I, I, I don't need multiple Constantine movies yeah. out in the world. So we're just it, it. It's a little bit of a strange moment in the landscape of uh, superhero movies on both sides of the aisle, right? Whether it's yeah. DC or Marvel, right? Everyone is just like trying to find a new lane, like a new path of success. You know, uh-huh. uh, Gun kind of gets to start over from, from scratch. Where Marvel is trying to just get back in the groove, you know, they've slid out of it a little bit. So, yeah, um, yeah well, the, it's you know, that, place your bets in Vegas, that, folks. Well, that'll tie us into our next episode, uh, next topic, not episode, next topic. The Penguin series uh, from Max was pushed to fall twenty twenty four due to the ongoing strikes. And the showrunner, I believe, or maybe maybe someone higher up at Max was like, 
this will cure your superhero fatigue. I'm like, I now I now I know it won't. You you say that immediately. <laughs> I immediately do not believe you at all. So, um, but it was originally uh, someone posted there was a Max event maybe going on this week as well. Something maybe a streaming event. Uh, but there, um, there was a schedule. This was originally planned for spring, but due to the actor strikes, they pushed this to fall of next year. So uh, I'm excited to watch the Penguin set in the Matt Reeves verse, right? Yeah, before we get to the Batman two in there. Yeah, we had we had a we had a trailer for it, right, or something. I swear, I remember seeing something. Like, I think visually, it, yeah, I think it was like a like a like a sizzle reel uh, for Max a couple months ago, back when yeah, the yeah, Discovery yeah. purchase the merger went through. Yeah, so. I mean, Penguin was great in that Matt Reeves movie, so let's cross yeah. our fingers. Yeah, they've set up a good you know, vacuum of power in Gotham, so I would love to see what Matt Reeves does next, because he's going from Planet of the Apes to Batman, so we need more Batman. Lastly, uh, Dune Sisterhood, the uh, TV series spinoff, uh, I guess prequel series that was announced before the movie came out, I think in 2019, this movie came out, this announcement was 2019, is now called Dune Prophecy. And it's still coming to Max, um, and it was set. It is set uh, to take place ten thousand years before the first Dune movie. So it's going to tell the origins of the Bene Gesserit, which are the space witches from the Dune movie, which I know you haven't watched. So this means nothing. <laughs> to you. I just realized. I just yeah. realized you hadn't watched this yet, so you yeah, have no idea what these like, words how mean. Is, how is Chris going to bring this up to me at the yep. end of the show? Sorry. I mean, I was I was ready to get into Dune, man. I was ready to do it, and then they delayed this part two. This weekend was also supposed to be Dune part two. This weekend uh, before it was delayed, by the way, due to the actor strikes. Um, but uh, this is great because there are thousands and thousands of years in the Dune saga. Uh, this is never, I don't think, has, maybe it's been set like uh, like told a little bit, kind of like the Lord of the Rings history, uh, what they're doing mm-hmm. here. So this is going to be one of those things where like it doesn't have to end where the movie starts. There's there's plenty of stuff to tell in the meantime. So uh, very excited to understand this, these space witches and what they do because uh, they are very creepy and very intriguing with their abilities. So anyway mike that's the episode that's a good one to end on there because i totally forgot you hadn't watched that yet and we're we're, we're gonna get there next year though we'll, we'll have a dune part two you have a whole dune watching experience so uh but if people don't know what you're up to what you're doing what can they find yet buddy oh well they can find my web comics at liferewardsrisk.com head on over there and read some of my funny jokes chris if people want to find you where are you you can find me on instagram valdan87 uh or um uh, video game system the same Valdan V-A-L-D-A and obviously Mike called me he was like why are you playing Diablo I'm like I'm not playing Diablo where are you seeing this that's not uh, what Discord said the Discord said I was playing Diablo I'm like well that's confusing because I haven't played that in a few hours but um, you can find me on those uh, playing you know Diablo Spider-Man uh, Fortnite OG season whatever you want I'll be there uh, but if people want to know more about the show uh, what we're doing where they can listen to our review episode next week Mike because I forgot we have uh, the Marvels this week until my wife reminded me uh, when we were making our plans oh. for the week. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, next week we'll be talking about the Marvels and Loki yes. at the same time, won't we? We will have, wow. a, we will have a very, very filled Sunday uh, for that recording. Is the best, that is the best segue ever yeah. to tell people to head on over to Superhero Slate dot com to make sure that you are subscribed to all of the shows that we put out. You can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you'd love to listen to podcasts. You can get merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. We love our super fans. If you want to be a super fan of this show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we'll be here every week, folks. That's right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.